Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hey! Ah, the business end of the year. How's everybody's stress levels? Have you sorted the gift for the niece? Have you sorted the gift for your partner? Have you sorted all the gifts for all the other people? I'm wondering what you're going to get yourself. Yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it? The time of year where you can have a little drink in the morning. Well, maybe in a couple of days, anyway. Uh, I break up on the 21st, so Wednesday. Um, but hey <laughs> Welcome to a new podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You are here. You found us. Nice one. You're back again. Nice one. Yeah, welcome to the RGM Experience Podcast. The podcast where we delve into the grassroots music industry and beyond. And find interesting people to speak to. Uh, so they can share their story with you, the listener. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm Carl Maloney. And we're here again, and we go again for another week. And today's show is a really, really enjoyable one. You'll tell by how it kicks off that it's just going to be a lot of fun. I was joined by Ty and Stephen from Fat Dads this week, ladies and gentlemen. A brand new band to me, personally. Uh, and we talk about it on the interview, so I'll not bang on a little bit, but just as a bit of an intro. I really found them funny online on Twitter. X. Um, and I like that kind of stuff. I like people that make me laugh. Um, they're, they're really an amazing band. And I wanted to get to know them a little bit more. You know, they've got a big tour coming up. They've got loads of merch on sale. Their merch is, uh, there's no uh, postage for the month of December as well. So there's a link in the description if you're interested in getting involved with the band and that kind of stuff. My t-shirt just arrived today. Thanks, lads, for sending me one out. Nice one. I'll be wearing that for some uh, up-and-coming shows. It's not lovely, actually. It's very nice material. It's not that Gildan uh, crap that you get a lot. It's not very nice material, that stuff. Uh, with band merch. It's, it's, it feels right expensive. It feels nice. It feels like a designer, like, you know... Um, make materials. Uh, but anyway, um, I do get um, sidetracked a little bit. And I did a little bit <laughs> on this interview as well, and you'll hear that coming up in a little bit. Uh, I think I banged on a little bit about too much about, you know, people not using Twitter enough and bands and stuff. Do you know when you... <laughs> it's all right bringing it up as a topic for a bit, but I just think I... Uh, I might be overanalyzing myself here a little bit, but I think I just hung around that subject a little bit too long. Let me know if you felt the same. Uh, but it's a fun show, and it's coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. Nice one. Uh, so, coming up over the next few weeks, the next two Mondays fall on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Um, so, that's that's that. Uh, so we're going to bring in, bring in some compilations out for the next couple of weeks as well, just so you know. Uh, basically, my favourite guests for this year. I'm going to compile uh, and send a little Christmas message on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Um, and then we'll be back to normal in the new year. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Uh, as I say, you know, loads of things going on about... 
know what's coming up in the new year. We've got loads of um, you know looking back kind of posts coming up on the, on the magazine as well. Just a slip. I'm, I'm looking forward to a week or two off as well. You know, it's nice and it just to chillax. Yeah, so I'll be doing that, minding my own business, just having my own little uh, Christmas and that. You know. Um, has stocked up on Christmas stuff. I'm all right for gifts and stuff. I think I'm uh, uh, sorted. Not wrapped out like you know. Only got tree up yesterday. Um, but I think I feel I feel okay. I feel okay with it all. Hope you are too, and don't get all stressed out about it. You know, chill out. Yeah, got to have a few fun things coming up uh, this Friday. Uh, I'm down at the castle in Manchester. Uh, After all, festival is on. Um, on Friday night down at the castle, so I'll be going to that. Hope to see a few of you down there if you're out and about in Manchester. Yeah, loads of other gigs. I might even get a few gigs for Christmas, who knows? Blasts. Anyway, I feel like I'm mumbling on a bit too long again. It's like, I do do that. New Year's resolution for the year. Don't mumble on. Try my best anyway, I can't promise now, you know. So yeah, let's get back to the subject. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a fabulous new band called Fat Dads. Well, not new, they've been going on a bit. And Ty and Steven joined us for a chat on the podcast today. Uh, it's really enjoyable chat. We started off talking about the funny tweets and that kind of stuff. They've got a really load of funny festival stories. Um, they've got an amazing story how they got on the John Kennedy's uh, Radio X show. That's a fantastic story coming up. So you're in for a treat. Get involved with the band. There's a link in the description to to find their tunes, their merch, their tour dates, you know, treat yourself for Christmas, you know. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with Ty and Steven from Fat Dads. Take it away. Oi, oi. How are you? Now then, how are you doing? You all right? I'm good, mate. Right. How are you? Yeah, absolutely fine, thank you. Thanks, thank you for joining us today and uh, just having a piss about and a chat and that. You know, it's a, it's very much appreciated your time. So you, you've got you've got different. Best. The first thing I've noticed, you've got different uh, regional accents. So where, where do we find you both? I'm from uh, Scotland, just there over the border there from Steve, go. not far away, about an hour and a half away. Okay, and where are you from, then, Steve? Stephen? Uh, I'm from Carlisle. Oh right, okay, right, okay, so right up there. Right up, yeah. Right, right, up. <laughs> right up. There. Well, I, I want to start, and it, it, it's the, it's. I, I like bands to be a bit different online, and I've noticed you guys uh, being really funny online, with especially a few tweets that have been coming out, and 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 you've you've you've. I'm I'm really bored with band social media at the minute. It, it, it's quite bland. They're announcing mm. announcements all the fucking time, and it's really really boring and dull. Um, so yeah. when 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 you lads are online pissing about and stuff and just having a laugh, I was really drawn to that, and and it's kind of why I wanted to have a chat with you because I just found it really funny, it's p- particularly in this world that we live in now where everybody's taking themselves all fucking seriously all the time. Mm-hmm. You're 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 a breath of fresh air, and I wanted to get to know you a bit really, and that that's kind of why I'm here just from seeing you piss about online, you know. <laughs> 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 It's a shame our songs aren't quite as good. <laughs> Great pissing about shit songs. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why do you do? Why do you do that? Well, just just talk us through that for you know. That's for you. Uh, this well, question, Stephen. It is, yeah. Um, 
I agree with what you said a lot. Like you see a lot of people, it's like, here's our new single. Yeah. Here's our new merch. Here's our new video, blah, blah. And I get it. Like you're trying to promote yourself. You're trying to build a brand at the end of the day. You want to be selling tickets and stuff, but it's, it's just very impersonal. I find and it, mm. you can beat people over the head as much as you want with stuff like that. But if you just go online and be funny, people will just listen to you without you having to yeah. try and force yourself onto them. I find if you don't do it, I find a lot of bands nowadays, all for the money. So it's merch. That's all they post on social media yeah. or, mm tours buy tickets buy this buy that yeah and i think it's a breath of, breath of fresh air from from our side because mm. you've got steve on here communicating with fans which makes a big difference i yeah. think like a massive fucking difference it re- it really does and uh, well i think we're, we're the first one that i saw that i just chuckled myself <clears> out you were you're at a festival or something someone got stuck in a stuck in a toilet or they're, having a, or they're having a shit or something and somebody walked in. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, mate. I, I can't tell you about it because... You can. <laughs> I turned up to that festival late, right? And I walked over to the table where all them were sat and his girlfriend told me that and he immediately said, why the fuck did you tell him? Because he's going to put it on social media, which I did, obviously. Yeah. And then we went on stage and it was one of the first things I said. The tent was absolutely packed out as well. And he... He told us a few times to stop doing it. I just thought it was taking the piss. After practice, afterwards, he was like, no, really, don't do it. It's not funny. No one laughs at it. So everyone laughs but you. But if it upsets you, I'll stop it. Fair enough. <laughs> oh. So that, that's always fun, that kind of stuff. And it's, Has he got over it yet, though? No. Uh, he has. Well, it, well, he had, but you've just mentioned it. So you've, yeah, uh, okay. So we brought it back in. Put him back in or now, I reckon. Poor lad. Poor lad. Well, yeah. sorry for bringing it up again, mate. Anyway. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, I was asked the question, I answered it, you know. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, you mentioned Mike, is he the one with the big head? That's him. <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. Absolute dutton, as we say in Carlisle. <laughs> He's been right stitched on that lad. <laughs> Mike, they told me to say that, by the way. Mate. I, I, I didn't know that. They, they stitched you right up there. Ty did. Ty did. I did. Let's get it right. <laughs> just, a bit of, just a bit of banter there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Banter between friends. Yeah, I love all that kind of stuff. I love that kind oh, of stuff. Christ, there, there, there's a few more tweets about It's mainly about shitting. Uh, there's, quite a lot of, there's quite a lot of that. <laughs> you, you, you dreamt that you pooed yourself at school and you put your kegs on it toilet and flushed them twice and dried. Uh, dried them with blue paper towels, uh, and they were as good as new after straight after that, mate. So thanks for sharing yeah. all that as well. <laughs> well, it's one of those dreams where you just kind of have to get out there. I'm pretty sure yeah. my girlfriend wouldn't want to hear about it. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you had to share it to the thousands of people on Twitter, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you I, I've got one. Of, I've got one of those heads that goes like this. I just I have to get stuff out when I yeah. get it in there. Yeah. Mm. So, I, I suppose Twitter is a perfect platform for you, then, isn't it? It is, because it's full of weirdos, yeah. Especially the people reacting with us as well. You know what I mean? Like a good reaction. Yeah. (laughs) So does it feel better to get it out sometimes than just keep it all in, you know? We're we're blokes, we're we're encouraged to share our thoughts and feelings about things, aren't we? So I suppose it must be helping you mentally as well. It's better to get out out whether it's shit or your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Better out than in. Yeah? I'm I'm quite concerned that you've just pointed out there's a lot of them that centre around poo, which I think is quite worrying. <laughs> Maybe something you should have a think about, mate. That's I, it feels like a, a bit yeah. like an intervention, this, doesn't it? It does, yeah. About yeah, our Twitter yeah. profile. 
No, keep going. It makes me laugh anyway. I, I find it really funny. Uh, so how do you find like Twitter in general? You know, since Elon's taken it over, um, I, I've, oh. I've, I've always preferred Twitter as my favorite social media platform. I just think um, it, it, a, a lot of bands miss Twitter off their uh, list of social media stuff. They're, they're kind of trying to do everything on Instagram where I just find it boring. I find Facebook a bit boring. And I, just I think you're pre- pretentious as fuck if you go to Instagram first yeah. as a band, me, yeah. personally. I think because you're only there to show off what you're doing, what yeah. you've got. If you've yeah. got real personality, you'll be on Twitter, wouldn't you? Yeah. Sharing your thoughts. Like I was Steve is. You know <laughs> with I mean? the rest of the weirdos. Yeah, with the rest of the weirdos. Connecting with the yeah. rest of the weirdos. Yeah. You, know you I mean? can't really... You can't post nonsense quite as much on Instagram because you've got to do a picture with it. And what I can't think of an interesting picture to take each day. Yeah. It's hard to think of an interesting tweet. And I it feel that most of the time because they're all about shit. It'd just be you sat on the bog, wouldn't it, having a shit? <laughs> it, it would, eh? That's <laughs> what it would be every day on, on Instagram. That's an idea, that's be fair, time. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> that's how we get more followers. <laughs> we'll trial it for a week and see what happens. Well, well, they're all different. They've all got their own charms, I suppose. My least favourite one is Instagram because you can't post links on it, so you can't send anybody anywhere. You've kind of you've yeah. got to mess about making stories and stuff with links in which... I don't know how many people really click on those things. You never really know, do you? Uh, Twitter, yeah. Twitter just feels like it's uh, it, and 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 I'm bringing a, I'm bringing some tips out for 2024 on RGM soon later this month, and one of them is you know trying to encourage bands to not miss Twitter or X off their list of socials because they're really missing out on a big uh, fun. Um, uh, crowd yeah. of music loving people that are out there just you know have, having a laugh on there and messing about and discovering new bands too i i don't get it i, I think it's quite lazy of bands to miss um the best one out that i think they might find it hard work or they might they might hear on the news that that's where all the weirdos are or i, I don't well, know the thing is, is they don't have in their band a man that's mm. sat doing nothing all day yes yeah, so, so they don't have the time <laughs> to tweet every 45 exactly, minutes yeah. you know what i mean yeah exactly so we've got steve currently so he can he can tweet as much as he wants through the day because he's got time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, but it's good because the people on Twitter, they seem to have this connection with people. Mm. Like, they seem to build this connection with the people they follow. Yeah. And I think that's not found on any other social media platform at all. Yeah. Not Facebook, no, Instagram, not. nothing. It's, uh, it's a good connection you get with the fans. Yeah. But it seems, like, close as well. You can, you, can just, you, can, you, can have, you can have real-time conversations. You don't seem yeah. to have that on Yeah, that's on, exactly yeah. yeah. But it's, it's meant to be the hardest one to build, though, Twitter, isn't it? And apparently Instagram's really easy. Yeah. Apparently. Not not for me, it isn't. No. Yeah, Facebook's quite difficult to get likes. Like, YouTube channels, they're just a fucking nightmare to get, like, Aye. subscribers and yeah. bollocks and numbers and stuff, innit? But Twitter, yeah, I suppose it is quite difficult at start, but you've got to start somewhere, and... Every, everybody yeah. started at zero, aren't they? So everybody's in the same boat. Yeah. yeah right, okay. Right, so Twitter's and don't favorite. get me started on TikTok. Go on. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, too, I'm too old for TikTok. I can't work it. That's There's two band members tried to do TikTok. I tried to do it first. No. I just did a TikTok of me sat in the bath, <laughs> pretending to be Bear Grylls. <laughs> Pass it to the bassist. I think he's made one TikTok in the last eight months. Yeah. So, ah... It's a hard, it's a hard one to crack TikTok. I think. Yeah, I, I just share enough for, it. I, for for our gem because I've tested it and I don't, I don't particularly like, know what I'm doing on it all. I just share like reels and stuff that we make for mm-hmm. stories and stuff. I just share them on it and just dump them on it. I, 
Yeah. Well, just so I'm doing something. I don't know. And Threads is boring. I don't know what that's all about. That's like... Uh, yeah. That's not, that's not even a social media. We don't even no. talk about that one. No. I did sign yeah, up. To, I, I, did, I did sign up to one called Blue Sky the other day, and that's just like just same as Twitter, but nobody uses it. <laughs> it was just a new, it was just a new one. So it's all that. That's me good then, is it? It's boring, isn't it? You know, you know, like just yeah. fucking always having to start again on stuff and that kind of stuff. So, ah, it is. It's definitely changed the in- interactions we've got since yeah. uh, Elon Musk took over, isn't it? And Eater, yeah. It's definitely changed. Uh, definitely changed. But recently, we've got some quite good interactions. Yeah. But it just seems to, like, peaks and troughs. Do you think it's you know better I mean? or yeah. worse? It's like whoever's obviously doing well, or if they get interactions, they get boosted. Yeah. But then even us, we, we we drop after we get good interactions, don't we? Uh, you can post, like, um, mm. it, like, your new EPs out, and then you'll sell a few hundred copies, and someone's like, oh, I didn't even know you had it out. So yeah. I've posted about it every day for the past two weeks, but pe- yeah. even people that follow you struggle to see it. It's just because they want you to spend money on advertising, that's all it is. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Interesting, because I, I signed up to the blue tick thing for it, and I, I've noticed our engagement's gone up more. So I pres- presume if you pay a couple of quid each month or whatever, then you know you you, 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 can, you do get some it, I suppose. I, I did try that once. It didn't seem to work for us. Didn't it? No. No, so I cancelled it and then it got worse. You bastards, I need that 12 quid a month. Get... <laughs> do, do you find it like, uh, you know, handy just to, you know, you know, having Twitter and having the instant thing of fans, I'm going to move on from Twitter in a bit because I feel like I've banged on about it too much. But uh, do, do you feel like it's handy having that um, facility to uh, to speak to your fans directly and straight away? Particularly on a record oh, yeah. release, because I know you've had a, uh, a few a few releases over the years, and you know, how, how have you found yeah. social media in general? Really, I suppose, and we'll park the shit. Uh, and yeah, in general, it's been really good, isn't it? I mean, you're at a, a time now where every band kind of has to have it. Mm. I, I'm not. I've no idea how people managed it in like the '90s and stuff. Because yeah. how did you get people to hear? Mm. Obviously, now you've got all the tools to get people to hear you, but it's more competition because everyone's doing it as well. Mm. You kind of got yeah, to you got to do more than write good songs, aren't you? And videos and stuff. You've yeah, got to, you've got to be a videographer. You've got to know what you're doing on your socials and that kind of shit these days. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not for everybody. Got, I can uh, see why people don't like having to do it. You've got to be your own manager. You've got to be your own agent. You've got yeah. to be all that jazz before anyone higher up will even sniff at you. Yeah. Well, it's the hardest industry in the world. How how did you? Um, you know, going back a little bit, how did you both like get into music? What what, what were you both like as young lads before like music oh. grabbed you? To, to start with you, Ty. I was boring as fuck. Me, I didn't play. <laughs> I didn't play guitar. I didn't sing. I was a terrible singer. Me, yeah. still am. Ty, uh, I was going to say you're, you're still boring as fuck. I <laughs> I had to get it in before you did. I had to say that before you did, Stephen. Uh, it was my brother. He's in a band. Uh, he moved to Norway when he was younger. Uh, my half-brother. Uh, he started a band over in Norway. And he always tried to encourage me to get into music. But I had no interest until maybe 13, 14. Started picking up a guitar and listening to Oasis. That was it. The, yeah. That was the band for me. Like many, a million of people in the UK. Me too. I yeah, that, that that was the the band that got everyone into music. Uh, so I started playing guitar. Why, why did your brother move to Norway? Just out of interest. Uh, different dads. 
So he moved to oh, Norway because okay. his dad yeah. met a woman from Norway oh, okay. in Oldham. Yeah. Okay. So he moved to Norway and then he followed because there wasn't anything over there for him, basically. Yeah. Apart from his mother and family and all that. So, yeah, you know, left, left us in the shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he got me into that and then follow, go on to like 18, 19, started a, a band, mm. did a few gigs, like local gigs. Uh, got as far as like Glasgow and Carlisle and then that was it for a, a year during like COVID it kind of split up and then Steve messaged me and that's where I've ended up in Fat Dads What made you message him? Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves me that much Yeah there's, uh, there's a small talent pool in Carlisle um, right. there's no good looking singers is the tie no. no and there still isn't still isn't <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I was a fan of Ty's last band, Kasama. So I thought he's he's a good singer. He doesn't look like a total melt. I'll, I'll ask him. <laughs> and he said, "I didn't you, Ty? I did. Yeah, good work. Your life has significantly improved since. <laughs> it hasn't because I've got to spend like eighty pounds worth of diesel to get to Carlisle. <laughs> oh, I... You know what I mean? But I'm poorer, but I am happy. You know what I mean? Nice. Nice. <laughs> Well, talk us through. Money's not everything, Ty. Yeah, too right. Well, t- talk us through what you were like before music and how you got into music, then, Stephen. Uh, I was a little shit as a kid, but I'm not going to go too far into that. You can probably guess, to be honest, by the way mm-hmm. I behave. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's pretty similar story to Ty's, really. I started yeah. playing guitar around about 15 or 16. First band I loved was Oasis. Yeah. Uh, the first album I bought was The Master Plan, and I bought it for 50 pence. Wow. At, um, what an shop album, called, by the way. Yeah, a shop called Vimto's, which I imagine is similar to Sifters. They just sell uh, records and bongs. That's all that's sold, really. So it's my ideal <laughs> shop. <laughs> and yeah, I was in a couple of bands. Um, it was my first band at 19, and I've been in a few on and off here and there, none of which ever really went anywhere. I think the younger you are, the more time you've got to dedicate to it, but also the less you know as well. So you kind of spend a lot of time with your wheels just spinning a bit. What was, what was the previous bands called? I always like this question. Uh, the first one was called Mannequin because the guitarist didn't move on stage. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> because yeah. the guitarist didn't move on stage. Well, he moved his he moved his right arm, but that's it was just that. Not, so you named it. You named the entire not, band. <laughs> you named an entire band around your guitarist not moving on stage. Yeah. What a man! What a guy! Oh, I... And then there was a bit of like a, a, a psychedelic <coughs> band uh, called Teenage Mary. The name from which comes it's the first lyric from "Run, Run, Run" by Velvet Underground. Nice. And Fat Dads. Yeah, I'm can. sure there's another one. Yeah. Hey, Sugar Spoon. Sugar, Sugar Spoon. That's it. I went. That's the band. band my band supported you. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. So you mentioned earlier that there's a small talent pool in Carlisle. So you know what's what's the music scene like at the minute? You know, like with music venues, and I presume it's similar to like a lot of places at the minute. It's struggling. Um, mm. uh, you, you tell me. I've I've, I've never <clears throat> been. Uh, venue wise, we've got we've got the Brickyard, which is the main one. It's been going for hmm. since I was old enough to go to gigs, and the old Fire Station, which is a newer one. I think because we're in Carlisle, it's a bit of a shit place. You get a lot of bands will go along to Newcastle, mm. which is just 
east of us and they'll go up to Scotland and just come back down. Nobody really stops in Carlisle. I don't know if you get the odd one that does, like Miles Kane, uh, Andrew Cushion recently, who we supported. Mm. Yeah. And they're always sold out. So there's obviously is a market for good bands here, but they just don't seem to stop here. Mm. Which it's quite frustrating because if they did, you'd get more local bands getting on opening slots with them Mm. and reaching more fans, but we don't really get them opportunities up here. And what's it like for you, Ty? What's it like for your area? Oh, my area is dead now. There used to be, a, I used to be a good kind of collection of bands like the band I was in before, just playing local gigs. It was a great music scene locally. What was the name? Uh, Kasama. Oh, okay. Kasama. Uh, it used to be a great music scene, as I say, yeah. like around Dumfries where I live. Um. But it would only ever stretch as far as like Glasgow or Carlisle. Mm. It would never go any further than that. It'd be very rare any bands from around my way would get any further up south or north. Mm. Uh, but now there's hardly any bands that are doing anything now. Uh, mm. Like, none, none that I can think of are like traveling any further north, south, or doing anything. Obviously, you get your folk nights in the old pubs. That's it. That's it now. Run my way. It's quite. It, it, it's a similar story to in, in a lot of places. You know, I, I was speaking to uh, a guy called Nick Shane. That's from Dundee, and he was saying Dundee is quite hard work. Um, just getting out of Dundee and trying to get south and doing, you know, even just getting to mm-hmm. you know Glasgow uh, is hard work sometimes and. You're not on your own. It's it's a similar story in a lot of places in uh, like where I'm from originally. Sheffield's quite difficult. Uh, I'm living in Manchester at the minute. There's opportunities in Manchester, but um, it, it it's a tough life for bands, isn't it, to try and get out of their own cities? Very difficult. Oh yeah, and, it's uh, tough enough to get a gig in your own city, let alone another one. Yeah, well, it, even like as a it, as a promoter myself, I put bands on in Sheffield <laughs> and Manchester, and it, it's really difficult as a promoter to put out a town bands on because mm. the, high, the higher cost for venues these days are, have gone up quite a lot post COVID because they're trying to recoup some money in after not being able to open for two and a half years or whatever. So it's Aye. it's a really difficult position. I just I can't see how it. I can't see any easy way of making it uh, to help it improve quickly, if you get me. I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's quite depressing. It's always been like a <coughs> catch-22, hasn't it? Like mm. Trying to get a gig out of town, obviously a lot of promoters will say, well, how many people can you bring? Which is fine. Promoters have got to put food on the table and that. Yeah. And if you say, like, less than 50, they don't reply to you. So it's yeah. kind of like, well, how do you get gigs in these cities without fans if you can't get gigs in them without fans? It's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, well I, I say fifteen twenty for ours, just to try and, get, to try right. and make it as low that's as possible. Right. Um, I think you say at least five. You know what I mean? <laughs> in Sheffield, yeah. <laughs> and that, that that's spread out over our whole tour, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned playing with Andrew Cushing there. Now, I'm a big fan of Andrew. We've had him on the podcast three times, I think. Is uh, is the guy that we've had on the podcast the most because he's just a, a good crack. He's a good lad. He's He's got his head screwed on. and He knows what he's doing. He's grafting. Proper Geordie lad, isn't he? In a, in a just. How, how did you? How did you get on with? How did you get on with? Uh, onto Andrew's tour then. Um, I think our our drummers. I don't know if it's his friend or his cousin. He plays mm. drums for 
the dub pistols right. and his mate, nephew, niece, whatever, plays drums for Andrew Cushion. Oh. So they asked him, it's getting confusing now, if there was <laughs> any like support bands in Carlisle, that would be a good fit. And he said, obviously, Fat Dads, oh, to which cool. Andrew Cushion's manager replied, like, yeah, I've heard of them, which is always a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. That is, that is, the, nice. is that the band that always tweets about shitting themselves? I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had Andrew's manager Lee on the on the podcast before because I wanted to have a chat yeah. with him, and uh, he's he's you know he's he's just grafting and you know finding his way himself as a relatively new manager in the industry as well. So it's nice that he's keeping an eye on, and it, it, he's it's nice that he's seen you anyway, and your name's been mentioned, and you kind of yeah. you kind of got you kind of just got to try and get your name mentioned, don't you? And again, yeah, and, and again, how, 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 bad, yeah. well, yeah, and even that's another positive of social media, I suppose. You've kind of got to do your best to get noticed out there, I suppose. That's the thing, yeah. obviously, when you, you get a, an artist like uh, Cushion there, mm. he's got, he's a great artist himself, mm. love his tunes, and he's got them, like, connections to, like, Noel Gallagher, supporting Noel Gallagher and all them. It's, it's a good stepping stone for us to mm. get kind of our name up there. Yeah. Supporting an artist that has supported Noel Gallagher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So have you, uh, is, is is that like the first like, like major support you've done in your local tip? Where do you find you guys? Where do you, where do you see yourselves? What level do you see yourselves at within the music industry now? Is it, are you just starting to get onto the support ladder thing? I know you've got your headline tour coming up next year as well, but a lot of bands do their own headline tours and they try and get on supports as well at the same time just to try and boost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, we don't really get a lot of touring bands like that come here, so you don't really get the support yeah. opportunities. If you get a big mid-sized band playing in Manchester or somewhere like that, the promoters are going to go to all the local bands, and obviously, which is fair. Yeah. So, yeah, we're still trying to get our foot on the support ladder, but it just depends who comes here. Well, how much of a brave step is it? You know, just have, have you booked all the venues for the tour yourself and just made it all happen yourself? Have you have you done that? Have you had any help and support with that? Yeah. Talk us through no, the, we don't... that as a project, you know, getting a tour under underwear. Uh, we've done the same thing last time. It's, um, as I say, if you're going through promoters, a lot, a lot of the time they'll get in touch with you or really like your music, want to put you on. Hmm. Can you sell this amount of tickets? No. Because <clears throat> they just don't hear from them. So we yeah. thought... Let's just book a load of venues that we like ourselves, mm. pick some local bands that we like ourselves, and we just split the money three ways. Yeah. Seems to work. Yeah. And so how I did you... last time, anyways. Hopefully it does this time as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see that starts in the, on the 13th of January in Newcastle, in Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester, 33 Oldham Street. Oh, I'll see you on 10th of February, lads. I'll come and see you. Then you've got Birmingham, Grand. London, and then back in at the Brickyard for Carlisle. So that's, that's a good-sized tour. That's... You know, it's a it's a big commitment. You know, everybody's busy these days, isn't it? How 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 was it getting all the band members to be free for those dates to book it as well? Ah. That's okay, fair enough. I think that's that, that's I'm the really... bit that sends Stephen fucking crazy, isn't it? Right, okay. Oh, it does. Oh, it drives you mental. <laughs> we've got we've got a shared a shared calendar where we all put yeah, our right. holidays and shit like that in. Yeah, you should see it, man. You open it. And like the dr- the drummers on a stag do every weekend, like every weekend. You've never uh, seen a man with so many friends that are getting married. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, last year Alex was away every weekend from like June to September, so the summers are right off. Right. 
You can do stuff during the week, but when you all work like nine to five and the drummer work shifts, so yeah. you can be on early's backs all night, so you can only gig every third Friday or something like that. Wow. It's fucking pain in the ass. Wow. It's a, major it's, a medi- it's, a, it's a miracle we've got this many Saturdays within, yeah. the, within the space of like two months. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute medical. I, I I know how hard it is to get something like that off the ground and just make it happen. So it, it looks great. Um, yeah, uh, we'll put a link uh, link to all the tickets for obviously in the description of this podcast. So if you're intrigued and you're hovering over the link, buy yourself a ticket for the tour next week, next yeah. uh, next month, guys. Um, so um, yeah, what, what level do you see yourselves at within the music industry now as fat dads? Climbing, I think I would say fair climbing. Climbing from the very bottom rung. Yeah. It's yeah. it's further than we've both got in our previous bands. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, being played on Radio 1, yeah. Radio X, having a, a session on Radio X. What's his name? Totally forgot his John name. Ke- John, John, John Kennedy. <laughs> John Kennedy, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a great experience down Leicester Square. Nice. That was mental, that. You sat, you sat in that great, you'd like, you've watched loads of bands on YouTube sat in that green room and then you're sat in it and you're like, I shouldn't be here, <laughs> you idiots. You know? And then, like, even like BBC introducing down in Blackburn yeah. uh, last week, it's, uh, and the gigs playing like London, uh, Manchester, Birmingham, Newcastle, this tour. It just feels like it's kind of building up a little bit. And obviously, yeah. the support on Twitter as well from the fans. It's been unreal. Yeah. Uh, so it just kind of feels like it's climbing a little bit, getting a bit, a bit, a bit of steam. So, talk us through Hopefully. that day out in London then. Just talk us through the day and um, behind the scenes of doing a session at Radio X. Talk us talk us through your day. Ah, oh, well, do you want to tell me? I'll tell you about my day driving down. Because oh. <laughs> I, I drove down with Mike, right? Great driver. Perfect. All the way down from like Carlisle. I drove down to Carlisle, got a lift from Mike from Carlisle down to London. So what did it take? What should it take? Six hours, something like that. All the way down to London, sweet as a nut. Stopped in the service stations, got a Burger King. Got two Burger Kings, had a few fags. Carried on. Got into London. What time's the gig? What time's the show? 11 o'clock or something. Arrived to London about 7 o'clock. Spend about Three and a half hours trying to find a parking space. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, this will be a great idea. <clears throat> We're nearly there. Yeah. I'll have a can of lager before I get into London. Yeah. And then you're stuck in the car for three and a half hours trying to park. And John Kennedy's like, there's a parking space around the corner. If you can't get in that one, go around the corner. If you can't get in that one, go around the corner. You know what I mean? Uh, if you, if you, you can't, can't get in that one, uh, If you can't get in that one, drive back to Carlisle and go fucking home. <laughs> So did, uh, did but you apart to, from that, getting to Leicester Square, it was brilliant. <laughs> did you have to bring like your own junk kit and that kind of stuff then? So you had to have your van, you couldn't like park up and get the chair. No, no, it was, just, it was just an acoustic session. It was just right? an acoustic okay. session. Just uh, acoustic guitars. Uh, Alex brought his bass. Obviously, right. I brought okay. my voice, as I always do. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we tried this parking uh, garage. And on, I can't remember what street it was on, but what they were quoting... Sixty-five pound for twenty-four hours parking or something like that. Cheap that and, down there. And I, you, you should have seen Mike's face. <laughs> you know, like you get that the Chinese animations when they're like, yeah. 
like the, the sweat's dripping out the head. That was Mike. You know what I mean? That was Mike right then when they said sixty-five pounds. Madness. But it was, but it was a great experience uh, sitting there. We meant, meant, to, meant to meet them. Where did we meet you? Oh, it was stacking, some stuff. stacking still. But, uh, that's yeah, some kind of burger pancake joint or something. Uh, and then went to Leicester Square, and that was unreal. So what was it like? Like you mentioned yourself there. Stephen, you, you said like you don't feel like you should be there. What was like? What was John like? Did he meet you at bottom of the stairs and that kind of stuff? What was it like walking in that that you know that famous green room where all the all the famous people have been? What was your experience? Yeah, it's true. Like? Yeah, we were we were sat in the reception waiting for him, and he came over, shook all our hands, and that, and that was a bit weird. And then um, we were walking. To, I just mean the experience, not him. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking to the studio, and me and Alex were at the back. Yeah. And Alex, this is Alex's first. Stop biting me bloody feet, man. Piss off. Is that Sorry, your missus again? I, <laughs> shall I, shall I, shall I nick me socks? <laughs> so we, I, we were walking to the studio and Alex at the back goes, I did not expect him to wear such wide-legged pants. <laughs> that was Alex's first impression. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've been in the green room. It was amazing, yeah. It's... Yeah. um. I, you, you're having a bit of a practice beforehand and you're like, oh, I'm not nervous at all. But as soon as you walk in, he goes, hi, we're live. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Don't, do not swear. Try not to. Well, that, that's the worst bit all. for me because I, yeah. I fucking love swearing. Yeah. And I'm, I, I feel like I can't be myself on like national radio. <laughs> How did those opportunities, you know, you mentioned Sky, uh, Sky One, what we're talking about, Radio One, Radio X, Six Music, you've played, been played on all these things. How did you how did you make that happen? Because there'll be bands watching this thinking, that'd be like a dream come true, getting, me radio, getting a song played on those. How, how did you, you know, as a, as a band on the up from the lowest rungs out there, how, how did you make that happen? It's that Stephen there. He's an absolute oh, yeah. hustler. Right. I don't um, know how, he's a gobshite. I don't know how the fuck he does it. Good work. So the... The very first one was our first song we put out, Trust and Promises, and that got played on Radio X. So the story is, and I really don't think this would work for most people, um, I saw a tweet saying, would you make a sex tape with your second at for two million? So I typed it out, and the first name that came up was John Kennedy, which is weird because we didn't follow each other at the time. <laughs> so I thought, ah. I thought I'll just leave it. And then I thought, no, nah, you know, I just tag a minute, it'd be funny. And then he sent and then he sent us an email saying, Well, you could just send us your MP three instead of making the porno with us. But he, he said and a lot of people have said this too is when we email them, they say we get like hundreds of emails yeah. a day and as soon as I saw the name Fat Dad I burst out laughing. I opened yeah. it first because I had to yeah. know what it was. So I think the name definitely helped him peak's interest, I think. There's there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot to be said for even sending a cheeky DM to somebody, as long as you're not like begging them for stuff and just being or being boring or that kind of stuff. I speak to so many people that uh, have got replies from people, people in radio, people in tele, you know, famous people that have retweeted the that they've got a single out from and all that kind of stuff. There's there's a lot to be said for being a bit of a cheeky bastard, I think. As long as you do it the oh, right yeah. way, as long as you do it like with good intentions, you're having a laugh and you're not like being like you know stalky or you know. How some, yeah, how some weirdos can be, I suppose. Yeah, like you've, got, you've got to have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how did you get on Radio One then? Uh, the first time, I have no idea. Uh, we just uploaded it to the right. BBC okay. and produced an uploader as we do. Yeah. And we just got an email saying that Nels Hilton was going to play it. That's, that was our second mm-hmm. single. Nice. 
from what I've heard recently, when you upload something to the introducing, it gets sent to a local, not local, but whoever does like an indie show at Radio One. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of them do get listened now by people higher up. I'm guessing he was. I'm guessing he liked it. Oh, nice. Well done. That must have been a nice email to get back to say it's going to be on. It was. Yeah. We yeah. had to. We had to edit it a bit, didn't we, Ty? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> who, who, who did it come back to? Uh, who, did, who, who got the email, or was it like a band email that you've all got access to? Uh, it's it's a band one, but I think I'm the only one that checks it. To be honest, okay. hey, I've I forgot all the passwords for all the socials. I got locked out of them, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. So what what was the? Uh, how did you share the news with the rest of the lads then? Oh, that would have been a classic screenshot. Uh, oh, just okay. stick it in the group chat. Deeks oh, this, no. lads. Decent, eh? Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, just fair enough, yeah. Being grafting Decent away. means, uh, look at this. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's. It, it, I, I like to hear stories like that, you know, just being a little bit of a cheeky bastard, just being, <laughs> just being funny, just, you know, playing to your strengths, really, I suppose, aren't you? Yeah. Well, just totally wangling but, it. He's, yeah. he's obviously got the gift of the gab there. Yeah. Uh, as you can see through Twitter, how he's amassed so many followers just by being an absolute, yeah, yeah one of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But uh, so he can he can do anything. Him. Yeah. The, the emails that I see on that group chat from people wanting to play us, or I'm like, yeah. how the fuck have we managed that? <clears throat> Well, what I'm getting from the both is, uh, well, like I said, I can't speak for the other lads, but uh, let's give him a bit of a shout out. You, you two seem quite tight. You seem like you're you're, you're proper on the same same wavelength, and you're grafting, and you want this thing. Um, talk us through the strengths and the weaknesses for the uh, of the other people that aren't in the band. What do they bring to the band, and what could you do without? <laughs> we'll, we'll go around, and you can, and you can do it for Stephen, <laughs> and you and you can do it for each other after we've done them them other ones and all. Um, poor Mike, let's start with poor Mike. The... Oh yeah, poor Mike. Uh, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I've probably known Mike the second longest after Andy. Yeah. Uh, Mike's probably the one that gets the most shit. I don't know why. You know, there's always that <laughs> friend in the group where it's just yeah. like, I've just got to take the piss out of you as much yeah. as I can. Yeah. He's a great uh, one, Mike, aren't he? Oh yeah, He's you wouldn't vote him for anyone. No. And the first... Radio One player we got that song was actually wrote by him and not me, which oh. really annoyed me at the time. But I've, no. I've, you know, I've got over it now, yeah. kind of. <laughs> what what strengths does he bring to the band? Then do you think? Uh, he's a very good guitarist. He'll mm. often say that he's not. He gets flustered and that, but he is. He's a good songwriter. He mm. doesn't have a lot of stag dudes booked in, mm, which nice. is always a bonus. Yeah. And um, he always does really stupid things that I can then go and say on stage and embarrass him. Oh, nice. There we go. And the drummer, what strengths and weaknesses today being apart from what well, you've, you've already said, booked up every Saturday for yeah, the rest of your life. The constant stag do's and <laughs> the shift. Uh, the strengths that he brings, he's fucking mental, isn't he? He's like an animal <laughs> off the muppets when he's nice. pissed. Yeah. Aye. Oh. Uh, you, have, you, have, you have no idea. <laughs> well, I love that story. He went in a stag do. And the first thing he did when he got to the stag do is he. Grabbed his mate's suitcase, the groom's suitcase, and he chucked it in the pool, opened it up and just chucked it all in the pool. And then he chucked his shoes on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, because that, that lad was a Celtic fan, so he made, I'm pretty sure he, he made him wear a Rangers kit all weekend. As well. 
He's an absolute mad case. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. And, and 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 between yourselves, you you know, uh, speak for the, the other two that are there now. Um, oh, we're, we're missing Alex. Oh, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Alex. Go. On. Our our scouse bassist. Yeah. Well, Wirral, I think. Hmm. Uh, I I don't play drums, so I can't really comment on how difficult drums are. But he's Alex is probably more technically gifted at the guitar than me and Mike. I would say. Hmm. Because he's uh, he's like into jazz and that, and I think he had lessons right. where I think me and Mike are self-taught. So he's very he knows a lot about scales and see I don't know what scales are. Yeah. So when I play something, he can come along and be like, right, this will work over it, and it does. Oh, right. So it just adds to it's the always... dynamics of the sound, I suppose. Then that kind. There's of... nothing funny to say about him because he's just that good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just that good. To be fair. Oh, nice. Although he did tell me a good story once. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start talking about Harry Potter. Sorry, right. you know, in the in the last film when Harry Potter dies and Voldemort does that laugh, like, <laughs> he does that laugh. So once, when I think Alex was in uni, he invited a lot, like a lot of his mates, around for a sesh, and they found the ten-hour version of that on YouTube, and they sat and watched the entire thing. No drugs, just drink. <laughs> That's impressive. That is really impressive. Class, just a, just a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just over and over, yeah. <laughs> Wow, and that's on and YouTube. Is the whole it? ten hour, ten hour job. Wow, that is impressive. And go on then, Stephen. What's the what strengths does Ty bring to the band and his weaknesses? Ty is a very good singer, thankfully, because that's his job. Yeah. Um, whether or not he's singing full on or acoustic, you can you can uh, blend it to either mm. either one, can you? Yeah. I can, yeah, yeah. I do both. I he's might not also, remember. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I was going. Well, I was going to say he's also, as you can see, very attractive. Oh, there you go. There you go. Just on this camera, I've got the lighting set up perfect. <laughs> and his and Weaknesses. his weakness. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Fuck, crack me fingers here. No, Ty's got one weakness. He, for some bizarre reason, cannot remember lyrics very well. No. Oh right. Okay. Interesting. I get too lost in the moment. I enjoy the gigs yeah. too much that I forget the words. Oh, what do you, what and, it's do you... not, and it's not even because I'm pissed because I'm driving to most of these gigs yeah. now. So there's no excuse. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you have, to have like one of them fucking... like you, you see older people in bands, don't they? That can't remember stuff anymore. Where they've got like if at a... any point I had to get one of them, I would not be in a band. <laughs> you know, you're like one of them like not... stands with your lyrics on it. You know, stand, I mean? none of that. Re- reading the lyric book while I'm singing. <laughs> no, no chance. To be fair, to be fair, Ty, that's exactly what you do on the radio with your phone. So it is, yeah. But on the radio, you can get away with that, can't you? <laughs> so I'm not that. doing that. I'm not doing that live in London. Am I <laughs> standing there with my iPad on the stand? <laughs> maybe never say never mate might need it ah uh, well maybe in, in the the 50th anniversary reunion tour <laughs> no, it's all right go on then and, and what what have you got to say about Stephen then ty he's an asshole yep go on then is that a uh, no. <laughs> great guitarist yeah great singer he doesn't it doesn't he doesn't like his singing but he's got a great voice yeah. uh absolute wordsmith Absolute wordsmith of lyrics. Love his lyrics. What I don't like is how many lyrics he's got in a song. <laughs> because he comes up with these lovely little words, lovely little lyrics, yeah. and uh, somehow I've got to fit him in while actually singing properly, you know what yeah. I mean? He sends me a demo and he's like, 
He's got a hundred words in about thirty seconds. Yeah, that's exactly what I sound like when I sing. And then I've then I've got to go into a studio and blare them top of my lungs, try to fit all these words into fucking one breath. I mean, yeah. Apart from that, no. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, it's the it's the chorus for girlfriend, isn't it? There's there's no there's no no breaths. It's un- it's impossible, and then you then we always do that acoustic as well. So you, when you can't avoid missing a word, you know what That's I mean. Why I picked it live. You can do it. You can miss a word. You can't do it acoustic. Is it like it's a? Great. Is it just a natural talent for words that you've had? Then or have you always been good at English at school and all that kind of stuff growing up? Or um, is it just uh, a natural talent, or is it something you've worked at? I failed English in school, okay. which is worrying because it's my main language. <laughs> I, I, I'd never have classed myself as a good lyricist. I think I'm a good songwriter in terms of melodies and hooks. Mm. Lyrics, I think I'm okay. I just try and write stupid lyrics. I'm a big fan of Wet Leg, where everything's like a bit tongue-in-cheek and just kind of taking mm. the piss a bit. I love Wet Leg. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But the one, the song that I wrote, we're going to debut on the tour... And it's a perfect day to mention it because, unfortunately, Andrea Brower died this morning mm. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. So the the song, the chorus is, we can go back to mine sometime, get high and watch Nine-Nine. Oh, Very yeah. proud of that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Wet Leg aren't an industry plant, then? They, uh, they've got something about them, then? I've had, I've had a few people saying Wet Leg have uh, had, it, had it too easy in this industry and they're, they're flying up the festival slots too quick and that kind of stuff. There must be something, must be some hidden force behind them. Uh, maybe, but if you're good, who gives a shit? Yeah, good. Yeah, well said. And there's there's a lot. I mean, I know, like we say it as well. Like, oh, their industry plants have had it all handed to them. We're grafting for it. But if someone offered it to us, we'd take it. You know, oh, you would take it straight away, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd sell my soul for anything. Yeah. Oh Christ, I. I have absolutely no shame, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't you worry. <laughs> So, so what's like coming up like, apart from the tour? Then, so uh, yeah, we're coming up to Christmas now, aren't they? We're at the business end of the year now. It's loads of food, loads of drink, ahoy for us for for the next couple of weeks or so. But then, what? What? Yeah, obviously you've got the tour, but what else have you? Are you planning any new tunes coming out or all like that? I, I really love the tune Jenny, by the way. Uh, I've, I've had oh, that, I've, I've had that. Uh, I think I've put it on his playlist. I can't remember. I can't remember now what these days. But if I am, it's going to be on the first song on the RGM uh, Spotify playlist because I think it's a class song. Quite strokes. Oh, quite yeah. strokes. Eh? I found it quite strokes. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I got a strokesy vibe to it. We're, we're basically oh, no, no. a strokes it's cover a, band now. <laughs> it's completely original. I did not rob that strumming pattern of anyone. <laughs> Cover yourself, Stephen. Cover. <laughs> we 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 played that at Manchester, and a girl came over afterwards and. That sounded very strokes. That's like it fucking is the strokes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in spending hours writing a good song when someone else has already done it for you. They're yeah, never going to hear it. And if they do, they can't see us anyways. Come skins. Hi, have we have we announced that? Have we announced on YouTube yet? No. No, we need to uh, decide a date on it. It's a banger, though, Ty, isn't it? It's is an absolute banger. Oh, no, it's okay. Well, we can tease people that. So there's no, so there's new music coming up in the new year. You've got a new tour. Um, it looks like it, it must feel quite exciting times, as being the fat dads at the minute. It is. I'm buzzing to get back on tour. Me, yeah. uh, Newcastle especially because yeah. that day I'm a Man City fan, oh. and Man City are playing Newcastle on the day we're there. 
Oh. So, I, so I've, booked, I've booked the week off, me. So I'm going to go down, try not to get pissed through the day in Newcastle, yeah. and then play try. the gig. Yeah, like I did at Kendall Collin. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that was bad. <laughs> go on. So we, um, I was sat with the rest of the band under a gazebo having a burger, yeah. and we saw Ty fucking staggering over to us. <laughs> so Mike went over and spoke to him, and Mike came back by himself and went, he's absolutely off his fucking face. <laughs> so before we, before we went on stage, you were just like sat backstage, just necking a load of Red Bulls, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. And it was probably the, the only gig I remembered all the words. What caused you to go for it at Kendall then? Uh, well, I had snuck my brother in. I put him as a member of the band. Yeah. So I drove my brother down to Kendall Collin on the Thursday. I was working until the Saturday. I couldn't get the time off. So I was gutted from the Thursday all the way to the Saturday. Yeah. I was like, I should be there. Miss Kasabian, yeah. you know, all, all the bands. So I thought to myself on the drive down, I said to my missus, I thought, I said to her, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be sensible this weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jumped in the car and went, I'm going to get pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, all the way down. I thought, I can't wait to get on the beer. Yeah. Can't wait to get on the beer. Got on the beer. Didn't go, didn't get off the beer till about six in the morning. Yeah. Went to bed, woke up about nine, went and bought more beer to yeah. straighten myself out. Yeah. <clears throat> and that did not happen. That did not work. <laughs> At all. So then I turned up to the gig at two o'clock on the Sunday, yeah. still blitzed. <laughs> and I was sat backstage by myself behind this massive generator, <laughs> thinking, I've fucked this, me. I've <laughs> fucked this. I'm going to absolutely ruin this for this band. Yeah. <clears throat> Went on stage, smashed it. There we go. Easy. Eh? To be fair, it could have been a lot worse, Ty. Someone could have walked in and you're wiping your ass at Kendall Collins. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You had, quite, you had it quite easy, lad. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's, that's, taken as in a, that's taken us in a nice, big, lovely circle, that, from starting off <laughs> all about that and ending with that one. Uh, is there anything you want to share with the people that have really embraced your band over 2023? Is there anything you want to share with those folks before we let you get off and get on with your lives thank uh, you <laughs> yeah we love you all very much yeah you're, you're all fucking weird and that, that's a good thing obviously because you have to be a bit weird to enjoy fat dads yeah. uh, thank you to everyone who bought our first EP we sold hundreds of copies of that in a weekend thinking we'd sell like four wow. which would be the band yeah. uh, thanks for coming to the gigs we've got new music coming out Mm. on tour we've got some hoodies out now as well which nice. it's fairly cold that was a bag you sell a hoodie and it's free delivery on all of December in our merch shop oh there we go so there's a link in the description of the podcast everybody check them out and Ty, Stephen really appreciate your time this evening just having a good chat and a mess about and just getting to know you I think it's great I'm gonna uh, it's Oldham uh, I'm just looking at your Manchester date there 33 are you Street. better fucking be there yeah man I'll I'm tell you. are you better right now you can't let's go back it, in it now it. I won't let you down lads I'm, I'll come to your house if you don't I come I look forward to this kind of stuff I'm, I'm straight down there me, me and Stephen will be there because I'll be at your front door <laughs> that's alright I'll be there it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so Ty, Stephen really enjoyed it tonight mate uh, um, and yeah thanks for joining us for, for a good chat Ray, Ray enjoyed it thanks, thanks for having us cheers boys Thank you very much. nice one
Well, thank you. What an enjoyable listen. What a laugh. Uh, they do like to have a laugh, don't they? And a little mess about and that, you know. I love that. And as we talked about in the, uh, you know, in the in the interview there, I'm right bored of seeing bands just being fucking... All, all, all they do when, when they send a message out is buy this, buy that. This is coming up. Major announcement coming up at six o'clock. Uh, and that announcement is just that they've got a gig or it's a new single out you know it's, it, it's really really boring out there at the minute on online with bands and stuff it's very predictable uh, and these guys of you know i wanted to talk to them just because they were different you know if more bands did that it'd be nice it'd be a nicer funnier place uh, a place where bands don't take themselves so fucking seriously come on it's christmas Anyway, thanks again, Ty. Thanks again, Stephen, for joining us down at the podcast. I hope Matt's all right with his big head. Bless him. So, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas is upon us. Next Monday is Christmas Day. The week after that is New Year's Day. Hope you have a lovely festival time. Uh, From the bottom of my heart, I wish you all the best. Uh, Enjoy the music while you're off work or doing whatever you do. If you are working... Uh, you know, put a little uh, glass of eggnog at the side of you, why not? Um, if you're out and about this Friday, I'm down at After All Festival at, at the Castle in Manchester, if anybody's out and about for a pint. And as always, we will see you fully back, you know, back to normal in the new year. Hope you have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year. And we'll see you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Nice one. My name's Carl Maloney, and we've been here for another week with the at the RGM Podcast. I'm going to wish you a Jew, a Jew, and a toodaloo. Ladies. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe and tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week. Come on, wait.